that's my vibe All I needed was a seat at the table Shut the front door, sit your ass down This is me when I'm feeling my feelings Hello, hello, sweet babies. Welcome to In My Feelings. I am Alyssa Buttons, and thank you for tuning in with me today. Before we take a bite in today's episode, because it's a real juicy one, I want us all to do something. Do something with me, do something for me, do something for you. Okay, I want you to take your tongue, move it from the top of your mouth to the bottom, relax your jaw, drop your shoulders from your ears. Take a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. And one more time, just let everything kind of fall. Take a deep breath. Every time I run through that, I am reminded of that Radiohead song where it's like, you do it to yourself, you do. That's why it really hurts. Because there's like so much discomfort that we, that like comes from us. That's like we're doing it and we're holding it in our bodies because we're not like present with ourselves and how we're actually like existing in the world. So whenever I feel a little tension, I use that release breath tool whenever I just need to find a little groundedness, a little calm. (laughs) Uh, Today, I really want to talk about um, what I am calling the party girl to spiritual siren pipeline. This pipeline idea is something that uh, has really like entered into society's vocabulary vocabulary that's how you say that (laughs) lately um and it's like the thought that like one lifestyle or system of belief lends itself to another but there's like another type of pipeline that I've personally experienced and seen a lot of my friends kind of go down as well um going from like a good time gal to a mystical warrior and it seems like a stretch for some people but like if you break it down the patterns um of each kind of you begin to see like the similarities, like seeking out no new modes of existence or sometimes for expansion, sometimes for avoidance. Um, at the end, both leave you stripped of what made you feel comfortable and gives you a new outlook on the day. I personally was tried about everything and anything that's ever been offered me because I have always just wanted a different view of the world. I was constantly seeking fulfillment, enrichment, relief, And there have been times in my life where I've like literally prayed to the bottle. (laughs) I know, I knew that each weekend held like a religious experience. And as we all know, and some of us all too well, when chasing that party, all you catch is like a hangover and regret and sometimes gonorrhea. (laughs) So (laughs) today... My guest is someone I have known for well over a decade now, and you know where we met? A party! (laughs) She's one of the best babes that I know, and now she, like myself, have put down the drink tickets and late nights for a different kind of life. 
calmer, more secure, more satisfied life. So I'm thrilled to introduce to you my friend, Desiree. Hi. Hi, Desiree. How are you? How are you feeling? Um, I feel awesome. Best day ever. Best day ever. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We went on a really fantastic vacation once to San Diego. And, um, like, it was kind of just, like, one of those times where, like, nothing actually was going very well. And Desiree was like, this is the best day ever. And since then, like, I, I actually have a tattoo that says best day ever now. It's a mantra. It's, it's a mantra. Like, just it really is. This is the day. This, this is the, the best day. We're alive. Best day. Yeah. Well, we've known each other for super long, and we met at a party. Do you remember what party we met at? I, like, I'm not a hundy, but I'm pretty sure. So it was, like, right after I moved here from Indiana. Yeah. Like, a couple weeks. Like, I'm not sure. Not very long. Yeah. Maybe even a couple days. Um. We had a mutual friend, Molly, mm-hmm. and I think it was at, at the farmhouse, or is it was at some house? I think it was at this the house called the Fattest Pad. The Fattest Pad. Yeah. I was like, where <laughs> is it? And I remember I met Phoenix, and Phoenix oh, yeah. was tiny. Phoenix was like two, two years old. Yeah, he was little, like little. I know. And he looked like a little ago. man. That was twelve years ago. I know. Now he looks like a man. Man. He looks like a grown a man. Regular like, he's man. He's very, very cute. Yeah. And you, I was like. From India, and I was like, hippies. I've never <laughs> met actual hippies before. Like, I think you were living, like, you had dreadlocks, you yep. had like, all this outfit on. I think you were living in the bus. We lived in, in the, the bus. Yard. Yep. And, like, I was like, what? But I just remember, like, coming in and just immediately feeling like family. Yeah. Like, oh, these people chose their family yeah. and they're together and they're just like having fun and hanging out and just like, fresh baby nola born she was born like she was two weeks or something and like we were just all sitting around being quiet and like it would just felt like a beautiful group of people that just like wanted to be around each other and i loved that and i felt instantly part of the group yeah that was a really that was a great time like you know we were oh we were so young (laughs) (laughs) we were so young we and, and like from there i instantly felt like a super akin to you like you were but you were like this beautiful like midwestern like dolly parton looking beauty and i was really intimidated but then we started like hanging out and i was like oh she's kind of the she's the best (laughs) and then we became friends and then we uh we went out a lot no we partied it up we partied (laughs) (laughs) there was a time in our lives where we were out like every weekend that was what we're doing i mean like obviously we went out and there's a lot of reasons why we all go out and drink and party every weekend for me it was like an escape because i did have a child i had i had i you know i wanted this escape so when i wasn't responsible for my kid i was like let's do it um but now like since taking a step back from that and like still being able to have these like soften the edges of life still moments um I just like find it so much more relieving. Like what, what are your, what were, do you remember what was like kind of your driving factor for why you went out, why we did that, why we partied so much and so often? (laughs) I don't know. I feel like at first it was like social. Mm -hmm. Like it was my, I just like being social. Like I feel like I'm a little social butterfly. We're hanging out, we're doing a thing. And then it became habit. It's just Mm -hmm. like what we did and how we socialized. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, 
a lot of it had to do with not fully having to take responsibility for all of my actions. Like, I'm like, ooh, I'm drunk. I get Taco Bell. I get whatever <laughs> I want from Taco Bell tonight. Yeah. And then also, like, like almost glorifying the hangover. Like, oh, I'm, yeah. my tummy hurts, so I get to sleep in late, and mm. I get to eat greasy food, and I don't have to do nothing. Yeah. And so just, like, making yourself sick to baby yourself. I don't know. It was just, like, a vicious cycle of, like, yeah. and then it's just, like, you just miss your friends, you yeah. know? Like, you want to hang out with your friends, but all the other stuff gets in the way. Yeah. And, you know, that's, like, I mean, I was trying to avoid responsibility, but I also had this really amazing group of friends, and we were so tight. There was, like, seven or eight of us, and we tried to go out every weekend, and it was, like, the culture, our culture, yeah. you know? And it's almost like we didn't really know better, and no one gave us any options. There's no other options really yeah. at 22 years old, like to do something. I mean, unless you just want to stay at home and watch a movie, like yeah. a lame. Like this is what you do. <laughs> do you remember? Like I, I have a, I kind of have a moment in my own mind where I was kind of like, I'm, this is not, this is not good. Like when alcohol really turned from, like softening the edges and letting loose and having fun and like feeling up and joyful to just like nothing. Yeah. I remember just being like, I, you know, like I, there was a time where I'm like, when I was kind of slowing down where I was like, well, I'm only going to drink to celebrate. And then I would just celebrate like everything, everything, yeah. celebrate everything. Best day ever. Best day ever. <laughs> and like, but like, I remember a weekend where I was like, I've created some reason to celebrate and instead of feeling like relieved, I felt nothing. Like I just didn't feel anything. And like I've, you know, I've I've had a lot of depression in my life, and there's been times where I've taken like um, anti-anxiety meds and you know depression meds, and it's hard for me because I never found one that didn't make me feel like that. Yeah. You know, um, is there any moment where like you kind of felt like this is this might be done, this might be it? Yeah. <laughs> I think it, for me, it was my dad. When my yeah. dad moved in, he, yeah. it was just like, <clears throat> first of all, he was an alcoholic and died from alcoholism, but yeah. it wasn't so much that, but like the getting to be with him and be present and realize what's real yeah. and what's important. And like, it's not so much that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it was just like, it wasn't an option anymore after the pandemic. Yeah. So when the pandemic happened, I was like, oh, I can't go out. And then I was like, fuck yeah, I can't go out. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can just stay home. I don't have to do this. And yeah. then I like fell in love with being at home. Yeah. And like, then I got to hang out with my friends and it was like a genuine connection without all the distraction. Yeah. So it was like, let's order food and stay in. Right. You know, and then it's like hanging out to hang out with you, not to be like, everyone, like how cute I am. Right. You know, and it's like a whole different vibe. Yeah. I remember like when after the pandemic when we finally kind of were feeling comfortable hanging out and I remember sitting with you and talking and like it was so blindingly obvious what had shifted for you like it was so it, the, it like radiated off of you <laughs> this feeling of just like at peace like you felt you were all together you yeah. know instead of so spread out and like you know, you think that that's when you're really in that mindset where you're just going out and rinse, wash, repeat, 
you really, I, I really feel like you just, you kind of get blinded by what's actually in front of you and being present and really being in the moment with people. Like, I know I had a great time. Couldn't tell you what it was for the most part. Yeah, there are pictures. There are, there are some really <laughs> good pictures. Like, oh yeah, we're so cute. <laughs> and I remember that, that, um, when I did go back to your house that one time we were talking and. Um, you had like told me how you kind of had, you had rediscovered like your interest and love for Buddhism and like how that was something in high school. You're like, yeah. And then I kind of just forgot that I liked this. (laughs) (laughs) Like what brought you back? Was it your dad? It was my dad. It was him passing, honestly. And then like just my partner being gone and I was taking care of two sick cats and (laughs) I had to go to the dentist by myself and I got bad news and I just felt like pitiful yeah I was like like poor me and yeah. so I was like literally watching cartoons on Netflix and there's a, doc- or a series called the midnight gospel yeah love love, love it love. and so then they talked about Ram Dass and about death and then I yeah. looked into Ram Dass and then I was like oh but duh, you've been into Buddhism this whole time <laughs> you know yeah and then I just like kept diving deeper and deeper and started meditating and having a morning practice and yeah. <clears throat> it just like took a big thing for me because yeah. I'm so go with the flow. Like it takes a lot for me to be like, oh shit. Like yeah. you have to lose your best friend and like. And you did. And you did. And so then there was a change and I was like, maybe not nothing matters. Maybe a couple yeah. things matter, you know? Yeah. You're like the most joyful nihilist I knew. <laughs> you were like, you, you're just like, whatever. It doesn't matter. Today's the best day ever. Who knows what tomorrow will like, yeah. hold, you know? And to hear when I came over that time, you're like, yeah, I feel like getting this morning habit of getting up super early and like going on this like intensive long walk and meditating every morning. And I was just, I just remember staring at you and I was like, who the like, fuck what? is this person? Like, <laughs> but it was like so wonderful and cool because in my own way, like not going out for the pandemic. And maybe that's like a, maybe that's a common theme. Yeah. I wonder, but like not going out during the pandemic and, and just getting used to just staying at home and like finding other ways to, in, you know, hold yeah. your mind together. Like, oh, and it gave me a lot of time for introspection, clearly, yeah. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is not working very well. Um, you always, I always feel like you're kind of like trying to create new habits for yourself like every time I see you you're like I'm trying this new thing out <laughs> like and it's always just like a Something. some kind of lifestyle uh idea or system to like make you a better and more like well together person um like what what do you think makes your brain need to do that like that <laughs> it feels almost like an obsession like you have to now yeah I'm always like oh I just I figured it out like I feel like I have a constant need to figure it out and so it's always like probably stems from perfectionism like to be honest but also like if everything is change like that's the only constant fucking let's lean into it and let's (laughs) change for the better because if it's not growing it's withering yeah so let's grow it up our muscles or our mind or you know whatever it is our love especially Yeah. yeah Especially. Especially love. Yeah, you're definitely one of the people who have inspired me a lot to, like, um, work out and not for hotness. Yeah. <laughs> Except for a butt. I want a big butt. We all want a big butt. Clearly. But you can't get so. it in a day. So you got to no, just you, trust the process. You got to trust and the process. And you just got to go irregardless <laughs> of the butt gains or not. Yeah, it's true. It's the butt gains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, 
like you're you know clearly like you you were the one of the first people who were like yeah you want to be strong like don't you want to just be really strong and i'm like yeah you know what I do? Like, I'd yeah. rather just be strong forever and supported and like have then, know that I can support myself, you know? Yeah. And yeah. wither away and just be smaller and smaller. Like I want to be strong. Yeah, so that way when I'm, time. I don't break a hip yeah. that way, you know, like I can yeah. carry all the things I need to carry and be healthy and be able yeah. to walk wherever I want to go. And yeah, it's hard bodied. And <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite things about you is just like, you're constant. You're just like an endless source of joy. No, you are. That makes sense. And like you feel, I feel like you are able to like, I, I use the term joy mining, like mining for joy. And like I have to, me personally, I feel like I have to work harder at that. Like I have to be very conscious of like the actions it takes to find happiness for me. Like it's, it's like genuinely hard, you know? Yeah. Um, but it just, it seems to come easy to you. I don't know if it is. But does it does that just come come naturally? Just like you just being like that, like I think it's a little bit of both. So it's like kind of naturally, I you know have a secure attachment style with my parents. They were great, you yeah, know. So I'm yeah. not like starting a little bit low sometimes. And then also, it's just like maybe cultivating the positive. I definitely practice gratefulness and like compassion doing nice things without ever telling anyone you know because Mm -hmm. like your intentions do matter and what you do like creates karma for you whether you want it or not you know and not choosing is still a choice and it's just like I do the things that are good for my brain and good to other people because it's is kind of like selfish, you know, like I want to feel really good and happy all the time. So I'm not going to be a piece of shit to anyone. I want to be really, really nice to you. And if I feel like you can only love people as deeply as you love yourself. Yeah. And I really super fucking love myself. I'm like so stoked to be me. I'm so thankful. I love it. Like I'm thankful for my dad and my mom. I got, I love my shit. Yeah. And so I, I love everyone else's shit too, just as much. And I'm so thankful for everyone's like in my life's presence and your uniqueness and like being authentic because it's just like blasphemy almost to not be authentic when you're the only you you know know. like you're trying to be someone else in the shittier version who that's just a trauma response is their whole personality (laughs) you're like that's what just be you boo you know right the the likelihood like there's i just watched this clip on tiktok of um what's that guy neil degrasse tyson yeah talking about how like how many versions of genetic compositions there could be like it's like billions more than the billions of people on the planet that's how many like chances there is to be us as individuals and you are you like that's fucking it's a miracle wild that is crazy it is a miracle and i i have kind of i've always kind of felt that way where it's like it's hard for me to um it's hard for me to understand why people don't just live it up as much as right. possible as right. a human being. Like, because I, I don't, I, you're wasting time. Like you, there's no time like right now to find a little happiness, make someone's day better. And like, at the end of the day, that's, those are the things that last is that love the love is the only thing that's real is what i have found and being mindful is the epitome of living it up 
because you're present, you're here, you're not in the past where that's just a memory, that's a projection, that's a freaking rainbow sometimes, you know, and you're not in the future, which is just planning and holograms of what could be. (laughs) You're right here, right now with what's real and like not in your brain somewhere else, you know, like that's living enough. That's like, that's so beautiful. The rainbow and the clouds for what they are, not your projection. You just created the new be here now which is <laughs> yeah totally you're, you're a postmodern rom des oh <laughs> rom des <laughs> rom des oh my god that's like that's so funny perfect perfect um you know it's i think it's it's really beautiful um the change that has happened but there are a lot of people that don't get this like there's uh, you know we have legitimately lost people physically and lost people emotionally because they just couldn't leave the pattern like they couldn't get out they couldn't step out (laughs) and it's really sad and it makes me feel like I don't know like it sometimes it makes me feel like I could have done something more or stepped up like is that even fair, you know, <laughs> when it's so personal? I don't know. Well, I think that, like, they say that 40% of your habits are unconscious. You're just doing it. So it's like you have to make a conscious effort to change and to that's true to do a little bit better and to step up for yourself like you step up for others, you know? Yeah. And so it's like some people don't want to or you know they don't it's too much it's too much work to do it every day and like to get up a little early or whatever it is and that's fine but it's also like by working on yourself and being your best version of yourself is the only thing you can do because it's inspiring to them and it show you love them better you're you show up for them better you're not irritated when they don't get it you know you have more compassion and love in the moment and so the only thing that you can do is work on yourself is heal yourself yeah. And be there. Yeah, it's true. I feel like, uh, you know, the, there's only so much you can give to another person if they're not willing to, like, kind of see out of that anyway, you know? And it is the most compassionate thing to do is to show up for yourself and show other people, you know? How? Yeah. I think that's really beautiful. Well, we made it. And I'm really proud that we did. <laughs> um, so you know, we're gonna we're gonna crack a bubbly here. It's not Jaeger, it's just bubbly now. Pour one out for the homies who didn't last. Aww. Well, thank you, <laughs> babies. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Um, make sure that you are following me on Instagram at, at my at my <laughs> at in my feelings with miss buttons <laughs> and if you'd like to support the show we would be so grateful just go to patreon.com backslash miss buttons and remember my loves stay weird stay kind and party on All I needed was a seat at the table shut the front door sit your ass down this is me when i'm feeling my feelings weird.